0: Hi, I'm Ruthie, host of the Defiant Business Podcast, your Monday through Friday, 10-minute shot of business knowledge. And today, we are going to talk about the big mistake that you're making in your podcast guest pitches. And you're like, wait, this is a podcast, but we're talking about guesting on podcasts. Yes. That is what is happening today. So not only do I have the Defiant Business podcast, I make it a point as part of my marketing and you know relationship building to be a guest on other podcasts. And that is actually something I did before I started this podcast. Um, and as a result, my guest pitches or guest applications, uh, any communication I have, where I reach out to a podcast host, where I'm saying, hey, maybe I would be a good guest for you or for your show, Uh, they've gotten way better. And I have to say that this is very much like what happened once I started hiring freelancers and, and contractors and working with agencies. My proposals, my my pitches, those things all got better. So part of it is through experience, but it's a very common mistake that we make in our proposals, but also in any sort of outreach that we have when we want something from someone. (laughs) They know we want something. What we have to show is what's in it for them. And I think just based off of that sentence right there, you know where this is going. So this shouldn't have to be a really long episode. Not that any of our episodes are long. And the reason why I decided to make this as an episode is because a lot of the pitches that I've gotten since the Defiant Business podcast was born, well, they kind of suck. You know, uh, they're just not interesting. And the last thing I want to have is an uninteresting guest on my podcast, especially since it's relatively new. Uh, They're all, all the pitches are very me, 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 and I, 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 and all about myself and himself, herself, whoever's self. And what your pitches really should focus on is what you have to offer to the host, but more importantly, their audience. What do you have to offer? to their audience because that is what they care about. So you have to talk to them about what they care about. That's their audience. How well received is what you have to say, your story, your personality, how well is that gonna be received to their audience? That's what they care about. Always frame it that way, no matter what. Like you're talking about your uh, accolades, you're talking about your awards, you're talking about your experience and your credentials. You should always frame it as why those things matter to the host's audience. And that may change based on the podcast that you're pitching to. Do you have a media kit? That is wonderful to send. Try to keep it to one or two pages. Nobody wants to read a book about you uh, unless they do and you're like super interesting then. But your book should be on Amazon or published, whatever, somewhere else. It should not be your media kit. Don't turn your media kit into a book. And what you normally include, you have like your short bio, some of the industries and topics that you know really well, and then some of the, you know, maybe some information about your current audience, um, and then maybe some placements that you've had already, you know, other podcasts or media placements if you've got them, um, but just kind of include those there. And that's something you want to update. So I would kind of make it a running digital file that you can update on a regular, especially if you're actively seeking out new podcasts to be a guest on, or you're actively seeking out media.
1: What is public relations? What is its value? What is community outreach? What is media relations, internal communications versus external
0: communications, crisis communications? Um, You know, there's so much. In fact, I have any attention to at all. Go look at it with an objective eye and then come back. And try and answer that question honestly for yourself. Is your content binge worthy? Is it worth reading? When you compare it to your nearest competitors, and by near, I don't mean by location proximity, I just mean your closest competitors in your industry, who's doing it better? And when you look into the future at the you know competition that's not really competition because they're so big, but you want to be there one day, when you look at their content, how does your content compare? Is it worthy of the attention that you want it to have? People are not, you know, as a rule, we're not generally that stupid that we would continue to read something that doesn't do anything for us. So as a global society, with all of our options, we've developed a low tolerance for subpar content in any form, video, images, text, whatever it is, whatever they're going to come out with next that's going to fall into the content realm. We have a low tolerance for anything subpar, and that's going to include virtual reality and augmented reality. It's going to include all of those things. All of those things will come into the content space. They're already here. It can't be subpar. So this kind of ties back to, okay, I always say it, quality over quantity. Four stellar blog posts will outperform 16 crappy blog posts over time. It's a given, like 100%. So we always have to go back, we have to reevaluate and look at our content. Even right now, I am rewriting and adding to a blog post, a blog article that's been on my site for several months, because I've learned new things, I've got more to add to it. Uh, My understanding of certain concepts has become more refined. This blog post gets traffic from search engines to my site. So I want to make it better. The data tells me that people are interested in this topic and I know I can make it better. So now we're gonna move up. At the time, that was the best I could do. That was my level of stellar. Now though, my level of stellar is up and I have to fix it. So are you catering to your audience's intolerance for subpar content? Meaning, are you delivering what they expect from you? It's not their attention span. It is the quality of your content. All right. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go ahead and leave us a rating or uh, review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I look forward to seeing you next time.
1: $1,000 to make $10,000 necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, not in business. By the time you get through everything, you might end up losing money. And so it has yeah. to make financial sense. And um, and that's why that conversation in the beginning, being truthful, is so important. You know, as yeah. a consultant, you want to serve your clientele. And if serving them means telling them no or telling them not right now or, um, or just saying this is not a good fit. You know, uh, when I started my business, I was really adamant about not um, turning anybody away. But the truth is, it's sometimes best to say, "I'm not the right person for you.
0: You know, you're not
1: the right client for me, and um, and we would both be best served if, if we worked with different people. And that's okay, because there are Absolutely. other people. Um, and so philosophically, I, I like to to know that the people that I'm working with believe in them and their product and service. You know, if if I don't feel like they're doing the the country or their clientele a, a great service i don't want to work with them i i don't want to associate it with bad people or uh, you know that, that stereotypical snake oil kind of sale yes yes um, Video is very powerful. I I think most people understand that. We've all been to a movie and shed a tear or we've all seen a a commercial and went out and bought something. I mean, it's a very powerful medium of expression. And, uh, you know, in the Spider-Man movie, they say, with great power comes great responsibility. And, you know, as as silly as that may sound, it's very, very true. If you look at the historical elements of the laws behind broadcasting – and I refer back to the Telecom Act of 1936 where we had these really strict moral and ethical guidelines mm-hmm. as broadcast, as, as film and, and video was coming of its own, photograph, radio, as communication.